Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of The High School Athlete. I am your host, Jay Spitzer. Today, we got Coach Josh Stanland from Jayton, Texas. Jayton is a small school people consider West Texas. It's not so crazy up West, but it is a little bit closer to Lubbock, where we are located and recording. But we got a good one. I hope you guys pay attention to it. Jayton has done some really neat things over the years and created a program, not only in football, that has just transferred to all sports across the board. They are being competitive. And a great coaching staff, as Coach Stanland will talk about in the episode. So stay tuned. Coming up next, uh, the high school athlete, the new episode with Coach Josh Stanland from Jayton, Texas. Thank you for joining us, uh, episode 10 here, we have Coach Josh Stanland from Jayton, Texas. Uh, Coach, thank you for joining the show, man. I really appreciate it. Here's the deal is like we've been trying to connect in a way for a few months and it's just kind of tough, you know, not saying that it's yeah. all like COVID or, but it's just busy life, you, you know, um, we personally coach have taken a journey from Austin. Now we are in Lubbock. We bought a home up yeah. here uh, with Haley. And so it was to get closer to family. And I'm excited about that. And actually, Jayton, I'm not even very far from you guys. Yeah. Pretty close. So I'm excited well, to come and catch some games. And dude, we have some, yeah. yeah, we have some cool stuff coming up with, uh, with this high school athlete to where I'm going to take it on the road, broadcast games live and, and I, and I was thinking, you know, there's no doubt that we'll be at Jayton for sure. And because there's a lot of beta stuff going to go on with this. So I'm excited. I was, I've, t- I've shared some of my thoughts with Coach Blacker, and who knows if he remembers any of them at all. <laughs> yeah, but, he's pretty busy right yeah, now, too. Understood. But, man, good stuff. Yeah, so what I wanted to jump into, Coach, uh, right right off the bat is uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about you and your life, but also we'll go through your Jayton and the, your football program now, and we'll just kind of yeah. we'll just kind of navigate it, you know, as we go. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, but first of all, can you just tell everybody, you know, who you are? I want to know where you grew up. Uh, I know, yeah. but I want the world to know. Tell us where you grew up and, and kind of how that how that was. Yeah, man. So I was born and raised right here in Jayton, Texas, and uh, graduated here in 2002 uh, and came back in 07 and been here ever since. So, uh, man, it's, I went to Hardin-Simmons um, in that small time in between and uh, got my degree. And then, it's, you know, they uh, Jayton called and offered me a job. <clears throat> Um, in 2007, after I student taught here, and I, I took it, and man, that's been happy ever since. Wow! So it, you've literally came and stayed with the same team the entire time. I mean, even your student teaching we're talking about here. You do, yeah, you yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I got here um, in the spring of spring of 07. So Jaden was coming off of that state championship loss to Vernon Northside, right? And so I came on board full time the next year, and. Uh, yeah, wow. my brother was a senior, and yeah. it's just an opportunity I couldn't turn down. He was a year older than me, I, I think, because he graduated oh seven, right? You're saying he graduated oh eight. Oh, so yeah. he, we're in the same class, and I'm oh eight too. Yes. So we're yeah. same. Okay, awesome. Dang, that's a true homer right there. It doesn't get no better than yeah. that. I mean, literally, it doesn't get any any better than that. So, when did you become the head football coach for for Jaden? Now I took over football in 2010. Um, okay. I was a head basketball coach before that and uh, an assistant prior to that. And I uh, always knew I wanted to be the football coach here um, okay. for a long time. And so I just kind of had to wait, wait my turn. And uh, when it opened up, I, I was able to do it, and which was worked out really well because I was able to bring Ryan Blacker in uh, to be the basketball coach. So yeah. it worked out. Yeah, so you've, so you've been the football coach for nine to ten years. Uh, yeah, let's see. 10, 11, 12. This is my 11th year as head football wow. coach. Wow, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so yeah. how, how long has Coach Blacker been with you? Have y'all been together? He got he got here in 2010. So uh, we've been together 11 years. This oh, so that's years. what you were saying that whole time. Wow. 
That the makes me time. feel old, Coach, because 2010, I'm thinking about my graduation and stuff. I don't know if you ever do that. Gosh, dude, it's just like that. Everything is so quick. happens so yeah. fast, and you look up, and, man, you've been at Jayton this long. And, time flies, man. Dude, I remember walking these halls as a kid, <laughs> and uh, that didn't seem like that long ago. Right. That's crazy. I mean, and then you have all those crazy, those cool memories and stuff there at Jayton. I mean, you've just seen the yeah. whole prog- the progression of this, the school system and athletics yeah. and all that stuff. So, okay, so let's backtrack this. Let's go back to high school or even junior high. Mm-hmm. When did you fall in love, or I don't know if you ever did, uh, with sports? Or, you know, d- And as early as I can remember, you know, I remember uh, some of my earliest memories are, you know, playing sports, doing whether it's t-ball or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I, I knew at a pretty young age that I wanted to stay around, the sp- stay around sports, and football in particular. Um, I wasn't talented enough to to go uh play at the next level but you know um I, I knew that i i could i could coach it and so uh started you know um chasing that dream pretty early on mm. and uh knew knew um while i was still in high school that i wanted to do it and, and you know um at that point i thought it'd be really cool to go coach 11 man ball and and be a college coach and all that stuff but you know uh when, whenever this opportunity presented itself again i just couldn't I couldn't turn it down, and yeah. I have not regretted it for a single second. Absolutely. What? Uh, that, that's crazy. What position did you play in in football? Man, uh, I, as a junior, I played center. We ran the spread, and I played center. And then as a senior, I just uh, a few places, just mostly offensive line. Yeah. Um, and then defensively, um, just everywhere but safety, probably. Okay. Nice, nice. I didn't, I didn't cover. I didn't cover a lot of receivers back in the sure, day. Sure, sure. And that's all. This is six men, right? Did you play six, six men? men? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so looking. So, what about basketball? What position? Yeah. Were you in basketball. Uh, I was a. I, I was a post in basketball. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and grew up loving basketball as well. And like I said, in baseball and, and all of it. If it if we had it, I was you playing it, trying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Did y'all ever have baseball actually there in Jayton? The chance to play no, baseball? We played through Pony League. So I guess Ryan and I played through eighth grade or so. But then after that, when we got to high school, we didn't we didn't have any more. But yeah. we played played from T ball on and uh, as long as we could. I mean, that was kind of that that was kind of us. There was like there's sports that I looked at that, you know. Of course, it's available to play. I mean, like golf and stuff like that. We just, it, I felt like, you know, it wasn't said, but the option wasn't there. And that makes sense. It was like, hey, right. this is actually track season, and we're going to, you know, Coach Reed, of course, was huge on that. Uh, yeah. So I would have loved to try to play something like golf or, you know, I mean, baseball yeah. would have been crazy. I can imagine my class even trying to, we'd be hitting each other with the bats <laughs> at the end of the game. <laughs> but, but so, but that's neat. Did you play golf or anything else like that? Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. If it had yeah. a ball in it, you were, you were giving it a shot. Yeah, man. And, and that's just kind of was, you know, was the expectation of us and, and kind of still is to an extent just, here we don't have big numbers and so we need kids to represent us and 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 we know that like we have kids that play and are really really good football players here and football is not their favorite thing and Mm. we have some basketball studs who play and work their tails off and and basketball is not their favorite thing but they know that and and it helps that ryan and i have been together long enough that we create that expectation that Look, we need everybody to contribute. Everybody, get in the boat and, and let's go. And, and 
the big part of why we've been able to be as successful as we have. The yeah. kids are just unselfish. And, and talking about successful, man, I I was literally thinking about this last night. I was thinking about Jaden and you, you guys, you know, yourself and Coach Blacker, and I'm sure there's many other names in there that, you know, assistants and stuff that goes unseen that do a lot of work behind the scenes. Uh, man, y'all have established a program. I mean, I don't know if y'all have ever actually, looked, you know, taken a step back and saying, man, this kind of has come to fruition, uh, what what a coaching system and, pro, and a coaching staff would want. But now it's like you guys have established a program. And six-man, and especially in the small school leagues like that, under this is what people have to understand is, in my opinion, when I say, oh, is that a successful program, I have to look at multiple sports you know, I don't in small school. I can't. I don't just look at it and say, "Oh, their football program is a success, and the basketball is it's okay." Really and truly, I'm starting to look at it as a whole because most of mm-hmm. these kids are participating, like you're mentioning, in multiple sports. Yeah, and that, and that's the dream, and it, and it always has been. And just you know, uh, I look at those places who are you know dominant in football, but then you know they just. They don't put the effort in in basketball sure. and other stuff like that. And I'm just like, – I'm too competitive. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. You know, I want to – whatever we're doing, and we talk to our kids about it all the time. Like, if we're if you're going to wear a jersey that says Jaden on it, we're going to work hard mm. and, and we're going to do our best to be good. And I, and I think, like you said, I think um, just consistency, you know, and, and getting the program established. And now this far in, we've created a standard and some expectations and – the kids come in, the next group of kids, and they know the expectation, and they've watched the groups in front of them. And so, man, once you get that that momentum rolling, you know, we just, yeah. you know, and that's not to say, you know as well as I do, at this level, there's going to be lean years. But because of where I think we have our program at, I think our lean years are still going to be good years. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, yeah, and that's awesome to be a part of that. And, and here's my thing, here's my question to you. And I think I asked Coach Blacker this during when I interviewed him a while back. When do you start to develop these kids into the Jayton program and Jayton system and your whole philosophy as a team? When does that start? Because here's the thing is there's some of these kids, Coach, and I've talked to them in different schools. Man, we didn't touch a basketball or we didn't touch a ball until seventh grade. You know, we didn't have any yeah. idea. My, what I've seen in terms of success some of these coaches are starting these kids at a very young age, not to say they're pushing them to do it. They've created an atmosphere and an environment that everyone wants to be a part of. You know, being a Jayton Jaybird's yeah. a big deal when you're in fourth or third grade or whatnot. So yeah. have you, is that something you have you guys implement? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, just right before you and I are doing this, I just got done coaching our first and second grade boys in a little dribblers game. Yeah. Um, and I've got, I've got two boys in second grade, but it starts right now. I mean, we, we talk right now about – you know, just little things like teaching those kids right now to get on the floor for loose balls mm-hmm. and, and, and doing those things that, you know, that we want those kids to do in high school, just those toughness things. Now the skills and stuff are going to come. We, we know that like they're going to be in the gym. They're They're going to do the right things, but you know, and, and another thing is we, those kids are always around our program and they're always around our high school boys. And so man, as early as we can get them, as early as we can get them going and, and, being a group and, and it works out really good that each of us coaches have a different PE class. And so they get to have each one of us, like I said, like in little dribblers right now, I just coached first and second graders. Um, Ryan's coaching a third and fourth grade group right now. And then he'll coach a fifth and sixth grade group later. And and that's, 
that's kind of how we start that and wow. create those expectations is we let them start hearing our voice early. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's great. I mean, I, I really do. It establishes a lot, you know, and, yeah. and we're not just throwing these kids in, you know, in the fire in seventh grade and yeah. people want to know why you guys are successful. Well, it's because yeah. how you've implemented this program. You know, and how, we coach them. I mean, we don't we don't have baseball at the upper at the high school level, but right. we're we you know we coach them in baseball, mm-hmm. whatever it is. You know, we we want to be there, and you know, uh, my kids probably get tired of me always being there, but but <laughs> I just you know I think it's important that they get used to being coached by us. Well, yeah, and it's consistency there too. You know, and it's dependability. Sure. They depend on that. You know, I mean, there's a lot yeah. that's going on in, in kids' lives from that point all the way through high school that and sure. that's what's cool about small schools is you get you get to be a part of that pretty much every day for a long long time you know yeah and the fun thing for me now is like I've been here long enough this is my 14th year I mean every group that comes through I saw start kindergarten yeah you know and so it, you just to see the growth and the development and it's it's really neat it's that's, really rewarding for that, sure that's awesome and do, do you think any of your high school players do they uh, when they look at it? Do they do they feel like they have an obligation to 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 create and set a good example for these younger cats coming in? Is that something you talk about? I mean, where is there a pride aspect to being a Jayden Jaybird? For sure, and one of the things we talk about is that Jaybirds teach their young. You know, I mean, these juniors and seniors, like those freshmen and sophomores, are looking to you to set the example. Whether that's being on time or how we practice, whatever it is. You know, we teach our young, and then once once those kids grasp that, and they've been really good at it, you know, and and we talk about even with the 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 younger kids, you know, they're all fighting over wanting to be Pekus Smith's number mm, or Trip yeah. Scott's number yeah. or something, and we talk with those guys about knowing that those little eyes are always on you, always. And so you got to set an example. Yeah. Fortunately, we've got great kids who have great parents and. And they do a really good job of that for us. Yeah. It makes our job pretty easy. Man, that's what people – everything you're just describing is what people who haven't been a part of a small system like Jayton, um, mm-hmm. like our 1As, they don't understand and they get you – know, that's what they do miss out there. And that this whole, like, community sure. togetherness, you know, just mm-hmm. – it, it's it's true. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's there and it lives in you. And I think it actually, you know, helps to establish people – in terms of character and stuff like that, um, that this family is always here and it doesn't just end, you know, and it, and it's just been like this whole process that you get to watch from really beginning to end um, and then so forth. And I, I think there's probably a pretty rewarding thing to be a coach and to see these kiddos grow up and become successful men and husbands and, you know, fathers. I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but what's your take on that in terms of what your goal is as a coach, truly something beyond the field? Yeah, I mean, it's winning ball games is fun, you know, and and a, and I'm not gonna lie to you, like I I chase that that high every Friday night because sure. I haven't. That's the only place I can get that feeling that I had as an athlete in high school is on Friday nights during the national anthem. Those butterflies hit, but you know that that's that's fun. That's mm. fun. That's not why we do it though. But that, I mean, that's a nice reward. The the reason that we do it is just like you said, like. I like to go and see these kids go and be good dads and good husbands and productive members of our workforce or whatever it is, whatever they do. And, you know, we're fortunate. We're fortunate here. Like I said, like we have really, really good parents, mm-hmm. really good parents. And, and uh, you know, most of these kids, most of these kids have, have great father figures around, you know, 
but if I can help out a little bit and for those kids who, who don't have that father figure around, mm-hmm. you know, just whatever I can do to be there for them and just help grow them and yeah. witness to them, you know, wh- whatever it is that I can do, um, man, that's, that's a real reward. You know, when you get a letter from a kid or you get a wedding invitation or, yeah. and stuff like that, those things are, that's a good, that's, stuff. Good. that's uh, better than any win, yeah. man. Better saying, than any win. That's the good stuff, man. And you know, you yeah. look up one day and you're, you're 70, 80 years old and you know, guys still calling you coach that are 50 or 60 you know whatnot it's yeah. just really neat yeah. man I, th- I think that's the if you can understand that that's what it's all about truly then i think you're you're like reaching fulfillment you know more so right. than, absolutely than not um, absolutely and then kind of you kind of brushed on a little bit in there in terms of like community let's talk a second about the jayton community how is how is the support around you guys man it's it's phenomenal i mean and you know, we're just kind of in a unique place in that um, it's very, you know, it's very rural. Just, just like you know, there's there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So on a Friday night, everybody's at the football field, or on a Tuesday night, the gym's packed. For one, they love our kids and they're going to support our kids. Mm-hmm. But number two, like it's the social thing to do in Jayton. There's nothing else, you know. And so, um, and again, like you like you said, like. Most of our kids, not all, but a huge majority of our kids have Jayton roots. You yeah. know, like not many people roots, end up in Jayton. Yeah. You know, you have to be here on purpose. Yeah, there's a purpose. There needs to be. Yeah, that'd yeah. be weird, wouldn't it? Just to like, we yeah. choose Jayton. Uh, just ended here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so people come here because their roots are here yeah. and they want to be here. And so it's, you know, like a lot of our kids, like, will have had a dad play or a grandpa play or brothers or uncles. Yeah. And so, you know, there's this, uh, it's personal to them and it means a lot. And so, you know, then those people come to support them and it's just, man, it's just a, a community is the best word because I know a lot of places that do things and they have a lot of great kids, but maybe they're, maybe they're heavily relying on transfers or yeah. something. Oh, we don't, yeah. we don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I, I, we're, I get I get we're Jaden kids. And, you know, it just means more. Yeah, it's generational, like I was saying. Yeah. You know, it's generational yeah. roots in there, for sure. And that's why sometimes, you know, you look up and it's like, you look at people's last names and then go through there, and there's there are, there's a lot of them that are the same throughout the years. Yeah. And sometimes as yeah. a coach, you're like, oh, you know, well, it looks like I got to wait another 15 years for this next one to kick in. You know, y'all need to start having kids, yeah. you know, when, yeah. <laughs> when not so we can get the yeah. same names. But it does happen quite a bit. Our brothers and, mm-hmm. you know, you grow up through there. Yeah. I, I just think yeah. that's that's really neat. It'd be really – it'd be cool if you could just take some type of video snap, you know, chat, snap of your whole life going through there and, and comparing it. Not saying it's like being in the – city or something is bad but everything has its ups and its downs but man there is something about small towns that as quiet and as you know desolate as it could seem it's also full of just these internal joys and and things that you just can't get anywhere off the shelf yeah well and it's like it's like the saying that it takes a village to raise a child Mm -hmm. you know like we we legitimately have that here like i would trust i would trust anybody with my sons and my daughter, you know, um, just because you know them, you trust them and, and it's just, it's special. It's special. Yeah. That's the good stuff, man. Um, here's a, here's a question. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to, uh, small towns is, is there, are there times where you have to even manage parents? I mean, is, 
I, I talk to a lot of coaches about this, and sometimes part of the job is management and understanding there is so being a small small school. If there's six mm-hmm. men, there's six players that we're starting. Hey, you know, sometimes parents and and families believe that their child should start, and and you have to manage that. And it's like, yeah. and that is a job in itself. And I'm not I'm not trying to put you on the spot at all, but like, no, do good. you think that is a that is a position within coaching in small schools like that? And I know it's probably everywhere, but here it's like even more so. You're you're more uh, you're exposed more here, and you're around them way more. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. There's more of a personal relationship yeah. there. For sure. And, and I'm from here, you know, so especially I come back and I'm 22 years old and, and to most people I'm Josh, right. You know, even the kids that I coached, they were eighth graders when I graduated, you know, that Mm -hmm. I was, I was hard to, it was hard for a little while to become coach Daniland, Mm -hmm. you know, but I will say this, and this again, just goes to talk to our parents, like in my 14 years, maybe one issue with a kid about playing time or with a parent about playing time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's just rare. It's rare. And now then I, I think a big part of a lot of that, you know, is, is having an open door and, and just being approachable. Sure. You know, if there's ever is an issue, you know, I work really hard. I'm very relational and I work really hard to make sure that, you know, to have relationships with all of our parents. And, you know, we've obviously, most of us have known each other for a long time. And so, they know if there's an issue, they've got my number, they know where I live and the coach's office door is always open. So, yeah, yeah. um, but for sure, I think that is a skill. Um, uh, we're just fortunate here that again, our parents are great. Yeah. And, and over the last, over the last few years, we've had to, we've had the ability to have a JV, which has been awesome. Because yeah, that, that, that helps. alleviates a lot of that. Yeah. That, that helps a lot. And I think it's a lot of that. What you're saying is the, the you know the coaches. I mean the the uh, parents and the families have bought into the program just like the kiddos. And like Absolutely. part of buying in is letting the coaches coach and understand that they are doing you know the best for not only the team but the child, you know the athlete as well at all times. Yeah, and it's rare. It's rare that we have a kid come through our program and he never gets his turn. Sure. You know, like like I feel like we do a good enough job developing kids, even kids that you know, maybe aren't the most talented, we find a way to give them a role. And then eventually, you know, like I said, we're fortunate now that our numbers are good enough where if we need to play JV for two years, we will. But then as a junior, that kid can come in and he can have a role. And it may be, you know what, you're going to play nose guard against T and not a lot else, but you're going to have a role. and, And that kid is really good about buying in. And that's what and I'm going to do. And I'm playing his role. It. Yeah, being the best at that. Exactly yeah. what you're putting out. That's great. Uh, so let, let's talk about let's talk about football and even coming up now. Uh, how so when do you think for you? Because I've been I've been looking at it and I even drew like a how the progression of Jayton's football program from when I remember. And some of it uh-huh. some of it's up and then it goes down and then we start doing this this climbing climbing and that, for me that looks like it's the way it's been over the last I don't know five six seven eight I don't years in my opinion mm-hmm. in the progression of it from what I've seen and that's again a very very skewed outside look right um, and it's sure. not I don't base everything off of wins and losses by any means uh, what's cool about six man is we can look at it and really dissect it to see what these challenges sure. are and the progression of each kid from year to year uh, when do you think you really got comfortable as a coach 
and the progression, you really stuck your feet in. Hey, this is, you know, your, your philosophy as a coach and you're implementing these things of what, how you think the field should be played or your, whatever it is that you bring to the table as a coach and, and your philosophies. When do you think that that's, you stuck in and I've really begun to build that thing? Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. And I feel bad that it took me this long, but it, it was probably about 2016 whenever I really feel like I figured things out. You know, um, which is a shame. I feel bad for those kids that I coached in 2010 and 11 and 12 because we had some great, you know, I think we won 10 games in 12 and nine games in 13, but I still wasn't doing a very good job. And and looking back at it, like, I think I think for a little while I was just, I, I really didn't know what I wanted our identity to be. Sure. And I was trying to do a lot, um, you know, and so finally I just, you know, I sat – and a big part of that is talking with other coaches. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd go around, I'd, you know, spent a day at Brock with Chad Worrell, spent a day at Iowa Park with Coach Sims. And I just, you know, I, I just, and I picked people's brains. And, and the thing that I really settled on is like, we got to have an identity. And, uh, and, you know, offensively, it's the J. And then defensively, you know, defensively, we're a little bit more multiple. But the thing is now, where we've got to establish to the point now is those kids start doing it in sixth grade and, yeah. and they do it till 12th grade. And so, and that's why, like, even in the years where our talent's not as good, you know, since those kids have been in that system for all those years. And, and I will tell you this, a big thing for me is I really figured out how to program in the weight room. Uh, and our kids are bigger, faster and stronger yeah. than they were. Yeah. And, and I just, I had to grow and I had to learn and I had to get uncomfortable and I had to ask mm. questions and, that's good. Um, I had to get better. Yeah, that that's good stuff. Everything you just mentioned was just fire. It was great. Uh, so you mentioned the. It's very interesting that you mentioned this. The weight room. Here's yeah. the thing: in one A six it, six man. Let's just it's six man. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm specializing in here. It's six man. There there has been very seldom, very seldom programs that I've seen that we've had anything mentioned about a weight room, and that's interesting. Yeah. You do it because it is important. And one thing sure. that I noticed is even me as a as a high school athlete, uh, Ritson Springs was doing it. They had a yeah. they had a, a weight program. Them kids were big, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, those kids bicep they're looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and so, you know we're just over here, you know, athletes that run fast, yeah. you know, in a lot of yeah. in a lot of in a lot of areas. But I think that's great that you mentioned that because it, it, coaches will argue, well, it takes away from their speed and blah blah blah. I think that's that's horse crap, you know. Honestly, it, it just is. Uh, yeah. I think. You know, that strength, it builds size, it builds strength, it builds speed and agility. There's so many great things to it. When did you start, when did this start? When did the weight room thing become a, like a part of the success? Man, I really think it's when I when I started going around and visiting those coaches at, at the higher levels, you know, um, and sitting down with those guys and just figuring out, all right, how are you successful year after year? And granted, they don't have as many multi-sport athletes as we do. But that that is a that is a common denominator in all of them, mm. and and I tell you what, like all of that stuff, like if the kid wants to run faster and jump higher, he's got to go squat. Absolutely, you know that's where it comes from. And yeah. and one of my favorite things about the weight room is what a great place for us to to put a kid in adversity. Mm. You know, I mean, you're standing there looking in the mirror, and and you've got a lot of weight on your shoulders and it's going to be hard to get back up with it, but you're going to go below parallel and we're, you know, yeah. um, man, I tell you what though, that for me and, and now our kids love it. Like it's part of what we do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Um, our voluntary workouts in the summer, I mean, we'll have 18, 19 kids a night and they're in there and man, wow. they, they're bought in. They're yeah. bought in because they understand like we're going to, whatever we're doing, I don't care if it's golf or if it's tennis, there's no sport on the planet that we play that you are not better off by being bigger and faster and stronger. Sure. Absolutely. And absolutely. And the kids know I'm not trying to build, I'm not trying to build linemen. Yeah. The goal is to put six running backs on the field if we can. Right. Who are, who are big and fast and mean. Yeah. Yeah. And same on the basketball floor. Yeah. We want to put the most athletic, highest jumping, quick twitch kids we can. Absolutely. And you do that in the weight room. You don't do it just by practicing your no, sport. No, so you it don't. is, it is big time for us. And also, I and here's another side to it, and, and it's not going you know, to be mentioned a lot, but the truth is the truth, is you know, the aesthetics of it and the fact that another team sees you coming in and, hey, these boys are big, these boys work out, they look mm-hmm. really good. That already, you start the game off with a win because you're putting them, they're starting to get insecure. I'm just saying that's the truth. Like, you know, the fact yeah. that we look good, play good, there is a part of that that is true. Um, Absolutely. Now, the rest of it, For the sure. backing up part is true. You know, if, whether you work hard or not, the weight room's not going to lie to you. You put mm-hmm. in, you get what you put in in there. And so Absolutely. you can cheat, and that's fine all day, you, you're, but you're cheating yourself and your teammates, you know. Yeah, well, and that, like, the weight room doesn't lie. You can either lift it or you yeah. can't. Yep. I mean, yep. and – and and we everybody's stuff is in there on the whiteboard and and I tell you what it's always fun when we have those days when we go really heavy and those kids are like coach my max is up my max is up mm. and plus it's not an accident that we have a ton of really big mirrors in there yeah you know yeah. it's it, yeah. that's on purpose because those kids they're high school boys and they're always flexing yeah, always, always. <laughs> I love it man because it gets them in there you know they yeah. see those arms growing and those abs coming in yeah, and those they're traps liking and, it man they're hey, liking it it's confidence right the confidence absolutely because a kid knows and and we keep track of it you know we might say look since the season started you guys have added you know 1500 pounds Mm. to our team total you're 1500 pounds stronger now than we were to start the year you're a different team wow you're playing with an extra man on the field now just in your strength yeah yeah um so moving forward a little bit, uh, what how what are your expectations right now? What's the what what's the football team that we have coming up uh, this this fall? What are your I'm not saying expectations necessarily, but yeah. I mean you got to have some. What are you thinking? Like what, how are you feeling about this team? Man, I feel great about them. And and again, like we're kind of that point where I think every year, you know, we're going to graduate good kids, and and we're going to graduate five really good seniors this year. You're and graduating five. five five seniors wow. yeah are they did they all start yeah oh yeah wow. somewhere now not all of them were two-way starters right but we all of them were starters somewhere and so you know at our level that's really hard to replace and if then don't get me wrong they will be hard to replace sure. you know yeah. and smiths don't come around often yeah. yeah you know and so you know we we cannot replace him individually however we've got a lot of really good kids who have been watching those guys and working hard and waiting their turn and playing two years of JV football. And that's honestly, we're going to have a bunch of kids coming off of our JV teams who, you know, are going to have a really good spring and a really good summer and they're going to step in and there will probably be some growing pains because we're going to be junior heavy next year. Mm -hmm. Um, But I tell you what, I think by the end of the year, we're going to see those kids playing really, really good ball again. And it won't shock me at all if we're, if we're out there on Thanksgiving practicing. That'd be awesome, and I'm uh, constantly, you know, rooting for you guys. I, 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 like I said, I've watched the progression, and and I, I'm just excited because it's cool that we have two guys that are homeboys. 
you know, homes they're from Jayton that are there creating this program. I, I just doesn't get the storyline is just cool. You know, it's just a good story. It's a feel good at the same time. And yeah. I mean, there's a very high it possibility is. that you both retire at Jayton. I mean, there is a pos that is possible. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, neat. And I mean, then, that's the dream. You know, you never know. You never know that things happen, but you know, I've, uh, I can, I can legitimately say since I've been here 14 years, I've taken calls and I've looked at things like I haven't even, I haven't even gone on an interview in 14 years. Yeah. I mean, that's how no happy I to. am here. Yeah. No, and your family's probably the same, right? Your kiddos are, are just oh, coming man. in and your wife is, uh, I mean, is, does she work there? Or does she, what, you know, how she does, does she work? She works in the office here. Awesome. Yeah. She, she started the daycare, uh, when my boys were really little. And then as they kind of transitioned out, she moved into the building and she wow. works in the office and. I've got four kids in this building. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this is their stuff. livelihood, you know. Um, For sure. So, and another thing is how. So, how long have you and Coach Blagger been friends? For oh, for as long, long as I can remember. I mean, we, you know, we grew up playing playing t-ball. I mean, yeah. age four, five years old. Yeah. You know, our dads coached us in the little league. Um, he's a year older than me, but we, I mean, we legitimately grew up together, riding bikes. He's he had a four wheeler. I had a bicycle. So. He oh, and his cousin would you know, chase us around on their four wheelers, but uh, <laughs> man, That's good uh, stuff. forever, That's forever. Cool. He's one of my best friends, and and to get to do it alongside him just makes it even more rewarding. Yeah, because man, you know when you when you get to be a part of a staff, I, and I'll say this: like when those lean years happen, and we've been fortunate, but when those lean years do come, if you got a staff that is really good, it sure makes those times better. Yeah, I agree, and that, and that's kind of what I was hitting on here is. Um, Everybody helped, and, and six-man, small schools, everybody, you know, the coaches, you're not, if you think you're coming in and just going to coach your sport, you know, you have a big thing coming for you because it's not about that. We need you in multiple areas, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need you as my head football coach, but I, I mean, or my head basketball coach, but I also need you as my defensive coordinator. You know, I mean, I yeah. need you, and you have a big role. And so assistant coaches, I, I, I truly, truly believe if you look at it and the, some of these successful teams that are in year in, year out, is they have a good staff, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those assistant coaches are just – they're so important to the program. Uh, it's, yeah. You can't do everything as a head coach. You can try, and, and there are – you know, you do do a lot. Don't say – but I, I can – I'm just assuming, Coach, that if you have a good, you know, a good assistance, assistance beside you, it just makes it that much better, Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and honestly, I think that was a big part of the reason why we weren't better back uh, earlier in my career is that I didn't delegate well enough. Mm. You try to you do know, a I lot on I, your own? I tried to do too much. Mm-hmm. I tried to do too much, which which is fine. A lot of guys do it, and a lot of guys are, do it well. But sure. Coach Blacker calls our offense in football, and so he, he is gifted. Like He's good at it, mm-hmm. and uh, he's better at it than I am. And so it's – I don't know how many head coaches in six man don't call the offense. I'm not one of them, and That's I've always been I've always been defensive minded, you know, forever. And I like the challenge in six man of stopping their offense. Um, a big part of that is I, you know, the, it's just well that I have a gifted offensive play caller, and he's good. And uh, you know, um, there were years where I tried to do both, and both sides of the ball struggled because my attention was divided. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the you average know, and, went down on each side, yeah. Yeah, and so now our offense is better because that's what he's thinking about. Our defense is better because that's where my focus is. Mm-hmm. And we've got two other coaches. One's in the press box, and Coach Langship's in the press box, and he's kind of 
Coach Biker's eye on the sky, yeah. and then I have Coach King on the sideline with me, and we're really kind of divvying the thing up. And yeah. man, the more you can delegate, and the more good people you can surround yourself with that you trust. Yeah, it's, that makes it, it for it's family, totally right? Invaluable. It's like a family atmosphere. It's like yeah. you're just describing. Yeah. Is Coach King from New? Did he go to Newcastle? Is that King that I'm he thinking did. of? He's, yeah. is, so is he yeah. his girls' coach? He he is a he's an assistant. Okay. He he is okay. Coach Blankenship is our head girls coach. Okay. Coach King is Coach King assists and and uh, he Coach Blankenship and Coach King are primarily on the girls side. Everybody on you know uh, so Coach Blankenship's son Ben is a sophomore, one of our quarterbacks, and Coach King's son Isaac is a freshman, and he good really good chance he's going to be our starting three back next year. So oh, wow, um, okay. those guys you know they're obviously in, in really invested in football too. So. Uh, those guys are around as much as they can, which they're obviously busy. They have basketball and cross yeah. country and all yeah. of that stuff going on. Yeah, man, you got a good staff, coach. So it we sounds do. like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then nice. so let's flip things here and look at basketball. Do you, so I'm assuming you're assistant. Bat, you help out in basketball. Are you yeah. just as like motivated and fired up for those guys as well as you know when they're playing basketball as if they're in football season? Oh, totally. I mean, and it helped. So like I mentioned earlier, I was the basketball coach here. Yeah, and, yeah, that's true. And, and as a as a kid, I was definitely a football kid. Um, I played basketball, but I was a football kid. But but I really like I really like basketball. I love basketball. I mm. see the value that basketball brings to a football program, yeah. especially at the six man level. Like it's undeniable to me. And mm. so to see those kids getting out there. Anytime we can compete, I'm going to be a fan of our kids. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Yeah. And, uh, man, especially, yeah, I get fired up. I, I have to be, I had to be told by an official last night to be quiet. So <laughs> coach, you know, he said, sit down, coach. <laughs> he, he said, be quiet. And so <laughs> be quiet, man, I get into it and I just love our kids, man. And I support coach Blacker and anything I can do. Like I, I'm the JV coach and, and I go anywhere he wants me to go, and because I know those kids are the future, and yeah. and I coach him hard, I coach yeah. him really hard because I know that's what he'd do. Mm-hmm. And so, and he coaches junior high football, and he does the same thing. Like sure. if I ever can't make a junior high game, I have no concern because I know that those kids are being coached just like I was there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's good. That's good, man. I just, I just like I said, I love the way things are going there for you guys and Jaden. I hope they keep, con- you know, continuing with these last just couple minutes, Coach. Uh, I told you time flies on here. I don't know if you for it you, does but fly, it's, man. I looked up and it's been forty minutes, forty five. Anyways, uh, so let's look at this. I want to always ask these coaches these questions, and then yeah. again, a lot of times I'm going to have to pick up with you to have another episode to continue because there's just a lot we can just dive into. Because sure. uh, I, I wanted to get even more into your philosophy of offense and what you think, or defense and what you think and why and we'll, we'll get there at some point but i think that could take up its time so let's just ask these these couple questions first question sure. is this is there anybody that that played a huge role in your life as a mentor or something uh not only you know as a coach but as a person that you really feel has helped mold you into you know the coach and person that you are and who is that person and tell me why that they, that they were important Right. Well, I mean, if we're just talking about me as a person, like it's, it's got to be my, my mom and my dad just mm-hmm. because, I mean, they, well, for one, they're both competitors. And so um, I, I get that from them. And they're both hard workers and, and just, just great people. And so from them, I learned to compete and I learned the value of hard work and, and uh, that can't be uh, 
that can't be overstated. I mean, I am who I am because of those two people. Yeah. And, and they're still, you know, my, my biggest supporters. And, and John's, obviously, he's up at Valley, so they're always trying to figure out how to Your get to a football game in Valley yeah. and a football game in Jayton. <laughs> That's good. What about, what about coaching-wise? Let's go to – is there anybody you've ran across in the six-man community that you talk to maybe more so than others or, again, has helped you? Yeah, you know, um, I talk – Man, I talked to so many people, yeah, Coach. Um, I tell you what, I know early, early in my career, uh, somebody that I that I really, um, Mitch Lee was a big one for me early on. Yeah. Uh, Mike it's Reed, it's a good one. Mitch Lee. Yeah, Mike Reed's a good one too. for me, big time. Um, I just remember sitting down with those guys. I tell you, Vance Jones Vance at Balmeray. I've, yeah. I've sat, I've sat beside him at coaching school with a notepad and just listened for hours, mm. you know. Uh, there's nothing that there's nothing that Vance Jones needs to hear from Josh Stanland, but <laughs> I'll sit there and I'll listen to him. And, and, and uh, man, those all of those guys, Trey Ritchie at Borden County and, yeah. and Bubba Edwards, both those guys, Jaden Boyce. That's a good combo um, there too, right? You know, six yeah. men I've looked, there's the combos nowadays. It's like two of them, and then that's one of the good ones. Those are one of the great yeah, ones. Yeah, they are. And, and, again, both those guys are – just phenomenal men, and at the same time, like anything we need, anything I ever need, they're there. Yeah. But the, all of those guys, yeah, you know, and and uh, um, man, I remember Kerry Owens. Listen to Kerry Owens um, talk about his two-three defense, and uh, that had a big impact on me. And and so many things, man. So many guys and people that don't even know that that they've taught you, know, you a young coach you, right? at twenty-three yeah. years old yeah. was was soaking up everything they could say, and yeah. and that's. That's a good thing about our association is I about six man because I will tell you this: there's not a coach around that wouldn't give somebody their playbook if yeah. they needed it. Yeah, that's you know, anybody what, that yeah. needs something, man, I'm going to help them out. It's it's a bro, it legitimately is a brotherhood at this level. It's really cool. Yeah, that, that's what I say. That's why it's that whole family brotherhood thing is just like it's real and and you don't really know about it until you can be a part of it. But from sure. all levels and angles. Okay, so I'll put you on the spot here. Um, okay. You might not. You might not answer because you might have too many. If you had to create a Mount Rushmore of coaches for six man football, oh man, in, in no order at all, and say you had five or six, that's fine. But who would you just go and say? I mean, and look at it this way: don't look at it as a, a someone who Josh, you know, Coach Daniel, thinks maybe you they've helped you. But like, if you think people were looking at six man and say, "Oh, these people were pretty vital," uh, who yeah. who would we look at? Man, again, I'll go back to Vance Jones. It's, sure. it's just, it's my opinion. Um, I think a lot would say that. Yeah, it's it, to me, he's the goat. Um, just to to do what he's done at the level he's done it at multiple places. It's just, it's it's not luck at this point. I mean, no, that's good. skill, right? Yeah, there's skill. He's good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jerry Burkhart. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. nine state championships. I mean, he's up there, and he's. Again, he's one of the great ones. I didn't mention I didn't mention Dwayne Lee a minute ago, but he's another man, one for me. That's a that great man, man. I enjoy. I, it. I talk to Coach Lee all the time, and you know guy. he's a big movie star now with his with yeah. his documentaries and I, stuff. But yeah. man, I interviewed him a, last week, Coach. Yeah, it was. He's good. That's a good, solid guy. I'm. T- I mean, like, period. At the end time. of the day, there's white and black, and he is there to do the right thing for those kids. Absolutely. And he's, he, yeah, and he's, you know, I'm fortunate to have gotten to become really good friends with him over the last handful of years. You know, I get to be in a district with Mike Bigham. And, yeah. uh, man, talk about another great coach who, when you look at consistency, 
and the things that he's done year after year after year after year, they just don't have down years. No. And, I, and, and honestly, like they're kind of the model whenever we were kind of getting this thing started, I thought, all right, how can we be like that? Mm-hmm. And where we just don't have down years. Well, Our you, down you, years, yeah. yeah, we weren't as good this year, but hey, we went That's eight and three. You take what you have and you produce the best with what you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, Mike Reed, just because I think offensively he's been so innovative um, for forever. You know, you got to have Mitch Lee on there for, for what he did at Panther Creek and, and beyond. But, mm-hmm. man, there are so, so many good ones. There's no telling who I'm leaving off. Those are just a group of guys that yeah, I know no, that, I've, that I've – that have been really influential to me. Yeah, that's good Trey stuff. Ritchie, obviously. Trey Ritchie. Coach Lee had the big hand in that option left that option passing game. I don't even know if oh, that's yeah. ran anymore, but that's like the perfect thing that would beat at a, a man-to-man defense of like Richland Springs. But you got to be able to run that option passing game too at the same time. Yeah. Um, great, Coach Man. This has been awesome. I, I apologize if I've, I've taken too much of your time. Um, but, oh, you're good. But again, like I appreciate you sitting down with us. Again, you know, you just came off of a little dribblers game. You know, coaching from all levels, all ages, man. That's <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, so I hope you get some time today just to enjoy the rest of your day and hang out. There's no football sure. today. But, hey, we got playoffs in, in, in the NFL, and right. we got a, a spring season coming up. If you're a baseball guy for uh, uh, college, that's coming, I guess. And then, of course, yeah. we still got March Madness. And uh, there, there's sports everywhere. We'll find something to root sports for everywhere. and have a good time with, you know. Uh, I yes, hope sir. to see you guys soon. I want to come out there, and, and I'm hoping to catch a playoff game somehow, some way. But, like, again, there are these COVID restrictions, and now you got to buy these tickets online. But thanks to, to NFHS. You can watch pretty we'll much everything. We'll take care of it. You want to come out, we'll take care okay, of it. Okay, I'll let you guys know then on that yeah. one, Coach. So, well, thanks for sitting down with us. And I really do appreciate it, and I hope to talk to you soon. But, uh, again, thank you. It's It's been great. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We'll see you soon, Coach. Take care. You too.